Welcome to Guarding the Well podcast, episode four, where our aim is to help you have a healthy walk with Jesus. Hopefully you're doing well today. My name is James. Thanks for tuning in and listening uh, this day. Hopefully uh, things are going well in your life and things are going well with your walk with the Lord. And we would really love to hear from you see how uh, you're doing. Uh, hopefully uh, hear that uh, this podcast has been a blessing to you so far. And if you want to connect with us, uh, you could do so on Facebook, uh, Guarding the Well uh, Facebook page. You can connect with us there. And also, uh, if you could do us a great uh, favor and just, you know, subscribe to this podcast, uh, perhaps share it with uh, someone else, uh, invite them to to listen to it, leave a review. That would be a tremendous blessing uh, to us, and hopefully uh, this podcast would be a blessing to somebody that you share it with. And uh, if you have any questions uh, that we can help you out with, let us know. Uh, questions about us, we... we we want to hear from you. I want to hear how your walk with the Lord is going. If there's anything that you're struggling with in your walk with the Lord and you think that uh, perhaps we can help uh, you with, just let us know. Uh, we could uh, do a question and answer time uh, on here if you'd like. Maybe address something that uh, you're struggling with with it within your heart, within your walk with the Lord, and uh, we want to be a blessing to you. And so uh, just let us know, and uh, we can go from there. Uh, so today on episode number four, I have one word for you, and just want to see what registers when I say it to you. Grief. What comes to mind when I say grief? Probably, if you're like me, a lot of things come to mind. Um, but the thing with grief is this. How do you handle it? How do you handle the grief that comes up in your life? Because let's face it, everybody on the face of the planet goes through grief one way or another. Uh, we all grieve something. Um, it could be the loss of a loved one, a loss of a pet, a loss of jobs, uh, if you're a stay-at-home parent and you have a lot of kids um, because of COVID, maybe you're grieving the fact that your kids aren't going to an actual school, but that you have to homeschool them. Uh, grief comes in so many different ways, and it comes, and sometimes, in a way or from something that we don't even expect. And usually grief comes from the loss of something, not being able to do something. Um, I'll give you a little insight into myself. I'm going to give you a little bit more in a second. But grief comes to me like when a show that I really like ends. It's like, oh, I don't like I don't like that it's ending. Like, what am I going to watch? And so you have to process that. And so grief comes in a lot of different ways. But the key to grief is how we handle it because we're not going to get away from it. Grief is always going to be there. Grief is always going to come into our lives in one way or another. And so the question then becomes, how do we process it? How do we handle it? Because here's, here's the fact of the matter. The longer that I have pastored a church and do things with people that are grieving. Um, over the years, I've done a lot of funerals for people that are not even part of my church. Uh, here in the little town that I live in, uh, a lot of times I will get a phone call from the local funeral home to do a funeral for uh, a 
person who has passed away that does not have a pastor. They weren't a part of a church, uh, but their family would like a clergyman to do the the service. And so the funeral home will call me. And so literally about nine out of 10 funerals that I do are for people that I have never met before. And their families I don't met. I've never met. And so I'm trying to walk through them grieving a little bit. Well, the more that I've done that, and the longer I've lived too, I've just seen this just in life, is I don't know if Americans grieve or process grief all that well. Now, the reason I say American is because, well, I've never been out of the country, so I don't really know how well other nations grieve. And I'm only going off of what the nation of Israel does in the scriptures, but I'm not sure we grieve all that well. Because from what I've seen in my own personal experience, and maybe you can see this in your life as well, is that something will happen to us in our lives, and we think we grieve and process that grief, but 10, 12 years later, maybe five years later, whatever the case may be, is that that instance, that loss, still affects us. And I don't mean that we just feel it, because we're always going to feel the loss of a loved one, especially, but that it still impacts the decisions that we make in our lives and how we live our lives years later. And I think a lot of that comes from the fact that we don't process and handle our grief properly. They said it's always stood out to me uh, in the scriptures, if you were to read the scriptures, and hopefully you do, but in the scriptures, it's always stood out to me how the Jews process grief. When someone would pass away in the nation of Israel, uh, they wouldn't just take one or two days and have the grieving process. It would, it would be weeks Uh, You can get in the Old Testament and and see that there's times where the grieving process was 30 days. Uh, You see this with the nation of Israel is coming out of uh, Egypt. Someone passes away and uh, they grieve for like 30 days, a whole month of grieving. Now to you and I, that just seems overkill. But in the reality, it might not be overkill. It might be what you and I need. Because for us, most of the time in America, if someone you know, someone that you love passes away, you take two days. You take a day for uh, a viewing, a day for the funeral service, and a lot of times the next day or two, um, you're back at work and trying to get back into the things of life. Processing our grief is very difficult, but it is very much needed. And I know this firsthand. In my book, A Father's Love, Where is God in the Storms of Life? I talk about this, but I have been through a a lot of death, uh, more death than most people my age. And it's not just because uh, I am a pastor and I do a lot of funerals. But when I was a teenager, I had about nine people pass away in my family in a two-year span. Uh, And during that span, I also had uh, two high school friends uh, pass away. One uh, committed suicide, another one uh, passed away because of a heart issue that he didn't know that he had. But I can remember uh, my grandfather passing away, and only about two or three weeks later, um, my great-grandmother passing away, and for about a two-year period, I averaged uh, uh, 
family member, someone in my family passing away about every three months. Um, and so that was a very difficult time in my life. It is a time that the Lord has used uh, to work in me in a number of ways, but I really had to learn to process that grief. And it's not easy, and it does take a while. And so I would encourage you, if you're processing grief, trying to process grief, just to keep at it. Keep putting one foot in front of the other. I, I know it is difficult. I've had to process uh, the fact that my son has a fatal disease. And so I had to process the fact that the doctor is giving us that information and just process the fact that at any point in time, you know, this disease could take the life of my son. And so I had to process that as well. Now, a lot of people know in the scriptures, in the book of Ecclesiastes, that Solomon says, there's a time for everything under the sun. And in that, he says, there is a time to mourn. Let me ask you, do you take the time to mourn? So often we don't. We just want to kind of rush through it. We want to push it off to the side because it is a lot easier, especially for men, for us to turn up the volume in our lives and fill our lives with so many different things so that we don't have to deal with and process our feelings and our emotions. And so how well are you handling the grief that you've had to encounter in your life? Are you allowing yourself to have a time to mourn? Because it is biblical, it is scriptural. And for you and I to have a healthier walk with Jesus, it means that we need to give ourselves a time to mourn. Now that time to mourn, it's always going to be different. It's a season. I like to use the word season because season, there's not really a time frame on it. Now for you, a loss of a loved one, you might be able to mourn that loss properly and health in a healthy way and say a couple weeks. Somebody else, it may be a couple months, but it's different. And so we, there is a season for you and I to mourn. And I have a couple things for you to maybe help you in this processing of your grief. And why this is important is this. Satan will use the grief and the pain that you feel and that you have within to pull you from Jesus. He'll get that as an open door to jump into your life, to speak into uh, your life negative things, and to use it to pull you away from Jesus. I remember before my wife and I were married, we were still dating, and I was still walking through uh, all that death I mentioned to you a few moments ago. And I can remember being at the local mall. And if you're young and you don't know what a mall is, it's a huge building that has a lot of stores in it uh, where people would used to go and shop instead of just scrolling and clicking on their phones. And I can remember, as I was trying to process this, of uh, looking at my wife, who was my girlfriend at the time, and uttering these words, why would God have me be going through all of this? And what Satan was doing, and what he has done since then a lot of times, is he'll use that pain, he'll use that unprocessed grief to cause us to doubt God, 
to have us doubt God's goodness, to doubt his sovereignty, to doubt the fact that God is personal, that he's working in our lives, that he has a plan for us. I can remember when my grandmother passed away. My grandmother passed away seven days before my wife and I got married, literally seven days. Uh, She passed away on Saturday. Uh, The rehearsal dinner was to be at her house the following Friday, Uh, and then uh, my wife and I were to get married on that Saturday. The week before uh, my wife and I were to get married, uh, we buried my grandmother and her grandfather, who was flying in to do part of our wedding service, uh, got off the airplane and went right into the emergency room and stayed there for the whole week and missed the service. That was the week of my wedding. Um, gives you a lot of a lot of stories, but I can remember when my grandmother passed away. I walked out of her house, and I can remember uttering these words to the Lord: "Lord, I'm done with you. I don't want anything else to do with you." And what was going on at that point was Satan was using the pain and the grief to pull me away from the Lord. Now, thankfully, the Lord is good and He is gracious. Um, and he wasn't done with me. But that's what Satan does, and that's why it's so important for you and I to process our grief, to handle our grief in a good, biblical, healthy way, so that it doesn't give Satan a foothold to attack our hearts and attack our lives and draw us away from Jesus. And so I just want to give you a few quick things that hopefully will help you process grief uh, in your life. And one of them is this. Stop feeling guilty about grieving. What I've learned over the years is people, they feel guilty because they're mourning the loss of someone. They're mourning the loss of something. They're going through the grieving process and they feel guilty about that. Take a deep breath. Allow yourself to mourn. It's okay. It really is okay to give yourself the time that is needed to mourn and to process the grief that you have. You don't have to jump right back in the saddle as if nothing happened, which is what I think a lot of Americans do. Now, I know you probably have to get back to work so you can pay the, the heat bill. I understand that. But you can still work through the emotional side of things. So if you're going through a process right now and you're trying to handle and and mourn and grieve, don't feel guilty that you're going through that process. Don't keep saying to yourself, I shouldn't feel like this. I need to get back to the way things were. No, take a breath and just grieve. It's scriptural to mourn and to grieve, and it's okay. So don't allow that to get too overbearing for you. Second is this, try to understand how you mourn. And what I mean by that is we all mourn differently and we go through the grieving process differently. Uh, For myself, uh, I know that I mourn by being quiet. I just... I just need to sit and I just need to think through things and process through things and just be quiet. Other people, they need to be around others and talk about it and talk about the person or the job, whatever the case may be. But you need to understand that about yourselves. How do you mourn? For me, it's quietness uh, of just, 
you know, I'm not trying to be mean to anybody. It's just me trying to mourn. But I also mourn by writing. I've found out over the years that writing helps me process my grief, helps me to process how I am feeling. And it's one of the reasons I wrote my book, A Father's Love, Where is God in the Storms of Life? The main reason I wrote that book was to help me to heal and process uh, everything that was going on with my sons. And so the question to you is, how do you mourn? How do you process grief? Now, when you know that, allow yourself to go through those steps, but also communicate that to other people. For example, my wife knows that if something happens in in our lives, and I need to grieve or mourn something, that I'm going to be quiet. And it's not that I'm mad at anybody. It's not that nothing negative towards them. She just knows that I'm grieving. I'm working through this. I'm not trying to do it by myself or anything along those lines. She knows that I'll talk to her when I need to, but I also need to be quiet. When you communicate how you mourn to other people and how you grieve, It enables them to support you in the way that you need to be supported. And so if you're like me and you need to grieve quietly, well, the best way somebody can help you often is just to be there, be in the same room, not necessarily talking to you, but just to be there. But if they don't know that, they'll try to keep talking to you because they want to try to help you with words And what they're actually doing is not allowing you to grieve and work through your process. And so it's important that when you know how you grieve and how you mourn, that you communicate that with others. But I would also like to tell you uh, and share with you that for us to mourn and to grieve, it does involve us talking to others. And for some people, it'll be a lot of talking and others, it's not a lot of talking. It all depends on how you are. But don't be so isolated that you're not talking to anybody because Satan will use that isolation as well to pull you away from others. And then one last thing for you to hopefully help you process your emotions as you grieve. Spend time with the Lord in prayer. Just pray. Talk with him. Share memories, share, go through the whole process. Lay your emotions out before the Lord. So often, we want to be soft-spoken before the Lord in prayer. And I'm going to tell you the opposite. Let it all out. God is big enough to meet you in your pain. He is able to handle what you have going on within you. You just need to be honest before Him. Cry before him. Vent before him. Do it with the right heart. Just come to the Lord. The Lord, this is where I'm at. This is what I'm struggling with. I don't know how to do it. And come before him and and lay all that at your feet. Uh, Allow the emotions to come out. He wants you to be honest with him. And as we do that, that will help us to process our grief and go through the mourning that we all face in our lives. And so how are you processing grief in your life right now? Don't ignore it. Don't push it to the side, but wade through it. If there's any way that we can help, uh, just let us know. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, I'll have a quick word of prayer for you and uh, pray that you're doing well. Father God, we thank you for today. And Father, we all face grief in our lives. 
Lord, I pray that you'd help us all to process the grief that comes our way in our lives, that we would process it in a way that is good and godly, that is healthy, that enables us to have a healthy walk with you. And Father, I pray that you'd be with any of those, anybody that is listening right now and they're just going through a difficult time right now with grief. I pray that you would strengthen them. I pray that you would encourage them. I pray that your hand would be upon them and allow them to know that you are there with them and for them, that they need not go through this alone. And so I pray that you would work in their hearts and in their lives. We give this to you. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for tuning in. Hopefully you will have a great day. We'll see you soon.